0: I only learned, like, I don't know, a couple years ago, I think, that that comes from organs. Organs? Organs, the devices that play music. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, think the meat. Not the, not the human, universe? not the meat like, organs. What's, what, what, Pull the stops out of yeah, that but liver. The, but the stops are the thing that control how loud stuff is. Uh, so so you, you pull out it. all the stops, so because you you're making it really blast blast loud. with your organ power. Dude, that's pretty. Yeah, I didn't even know that until a few years ago. It's very intense organ, like kind of a slang thing. Yeah. yeah. Pull out all the stops, Timothy, on <laughs> um, that organ. <laughs> that Barbara really pulled out all the stops at church today and he blasted <laughs> us across the fuse. Scotch. Hey, everybody, welcome to episode 233 of Coffee with Butterscotch, the game dev comedy podcast, of Butterscotch Shenanigans. I'm Seth and I'm the games programmer. I'm Adam and I'm a wet robot in a leather bag. Let's go! <laughs> <I'm> Sam. <laughs> this is a show where we talk about life, business, and working in the games industry. Today is November 14th, 2019. Before we get started. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm still Wait, just is it? I'm healing from this mental image that Adam shoved into my brain. We're all just wet robots covered in leather. Ugh. I, told my wife this. I told my wife this a couple nights ago and she did not like it that much. Yeah, it's a gross I mean, thing to say to someone. I wanted to share it with the rest of the community. You know? <laughs> but the good thing is that you got some weird hard stuff in there that keeps the leather sack in the right shape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's good. You got yeah. that going for you. Nice. At least you're not an octopus, which is cool underwater though. Yeah. Maybe better in some scenarios to be honest. You know? Because then you're just a wet leather bag. Do, for real. Is there such a thing as octopus leather? Is that a – I don't think their I'm skin sure is there. there. Is. <laughs> There's got to be octopus. <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna make some real fancy boots mm-hmm. yeah. that have good traction on the problem is you put floor. them on, <laughs> you'll never be able to see your feet again. There's, There's that. Wait, why? Oh, right, because they change color and because your feet stick to the ground. Yeah, and now you got. So leave now them your feet behind. are gone. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you could use this to climb walls and be in mm-hmm. disguise. Octopus leather boots, baby. <laughs> How come that's not in any RPGs? <laughs> I don't know. It will. it will be. It will be. <laughs> be the change you want to see, see in the right. world. Yeah. Uh, before we get started any further, we have a warning. We're probably going to swear sometimes, so just you know, know that that's uh, that's coming your I way. I was just thinking how we all managed to not swear. We until, did real good. I think we were all acutely aware that we hadn't mm-hmm. given the warning yet. I am. I am. Every time we give the warning, I'm imagining a person listening, just like turning it off. Like, like, oh, then. oh no! And then they turn. it <laughs> Who? Is this a real person? I don't do know. Do people do this? Anytime well, we, I'm listening, and we could make fun of that person as much as we want now because they've already turned they're, it off. They're, they're, gone, they're now. gone now. They're gone now. I listen to a podcast and they would be like, no, I have to warn you. We're going to be explaining violence in this podcast mm-hmm. episode. Or like, we'll talk, they're Maybe they're reporting on something bad that happened or something. like, so, you know, just be sure to turn that off if you don't want to hear about that. And I'm thinking- You're like, everyone came here for the violence. Yeah. Let's be real. You say that and people are like, oh, I'm sticking around for this. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's actually this what it's story's for. about to get wild. You know what I mean? It's just sort of a it's a um, subselection thing where you're like, "Hey, we're about to swear a whole lot and everyone's like, "Oh boy, <laughs> I'm true. ready." No, it is the case, I mean, I mean if you, I guess if you have a a, a young kid around, maybe. But it's not even that. But, there are degrees of violence or kinds of violence. Oh yeah. No, there're certain things I definitely don't want to hear about. Yeah. But generally mm. speaking, the things that I listen to, Yeah, cuz it's like NPR. Yeah, yeah like they don't, don't they're not going to go into yeah, that. Yeah, cuz they I'm definitely not going to describe any details, but there have been a few of those stories that I read or like heard oh, yeah. or something that like Horrifying. made me yeah, yeah but here's, the, here's the problem here's the problem is is if they say in advance like no we're gonna be explaining some rough stuff oh yeah I wouldn't never turn it off yeah and you yeah. you wouldn't be yeah I don't you know how know. rough it's gonna be it's not until after you hear it you're like wish I hadn't heard that yep it's <laughs> <But> too late <laughs> too now, late now. Mm-hmm. it's too late now Uh also we'd like to thank our recurring supporters over at money grab dot net thanks for letting us grab your money it's nice yeah. uh, alright let's talk about eat shit Bob <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fill us in, Adam. Yeah. So, Eat so shit, Bob. yesterday I got home. My wife and I were chatting and having dinner, and then she was like, "I heard that the last week tonight that that TV show with John Oliver was really good this week, so we should watch it." It's like, okay, cool. So we sat down and watched it, and it was like, it's always, I I really enjoyed the show. So it was like all the way through. But the part that apparently people were talking about was the end of this, and I don't, I'm not going to just go on at length about it here, except to say that it is probably the most glorious fuck you. <laughs>
1: Message, to a jerk to
0: a jerk. Yeah. The most satisfying <laughs> one that I, I I can't even think of a of a it's more so powerful good. one um because in effect there was just someone who was an asshole and then uh, specifically to John Oliver basically their, their and TV many show other people. and HBO he's also yeah. an asshole to a whole bunch of people and, yeah. and so they so they made an entire musical about just of made up things about this guy that are all just like Messed up and you know mm-hmm. horrifying things. Just made up this entire sequence of obvious lies because they're they know they're protected from uh, from real lawsuits. Mm-hmm. The, and the, the main issue with this guy is he files lots of frivolous lawsuits. Yeah. And so they just put this whole like really well organized, beautifully done <laughs> uh, musical number with like dancers and they come out on the street and like and it's like what? And it's costumes are costumes are spectacular. Costumes are spectacular. It is just and John Oliver singing. John vers and, and he, he sings he well. Did, he did great. Yeah, I need to check this out. I haven't seen it yet. It so. so was just be and it ends. It ends with uh, with fireworks that go off up in the sky, and they spell out "Eat shit, Bob." <laughs> <laughs> so, so really, this is just a recommendation. I love it. I gotta check it out. Yeah, if you've not seen that, yeah, uh, scope that out. I was, it was s- worth reading. I've been mean, watching, listening to. I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read, read those just words. Read Watch that whole YouTube. Thing. <laughs> What's yeah, somebody. Like, uh, I saw a comment on it where somebody said, "This is this is what it looks like when the good guys have a have money and a eye for production." (laughs) It really is, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Um, So we're going to be traveling soon. Yeah, let's talk about that. Where are you going, Adam? I'm going to Taiwan, and you're going to be leaving a. Less than a week from when we're recording this, I'm so. leaving some unknown time. The day back, this episode comes out. Maybe. No, some unknown time coming back some right. unknown time because <laughs> it's not it's not a wise move to tell several thousand people when you're going to not be in your household. I don't know. You know what I mean? That's so, true. So, security, so I may or may not be home. Watch out! He's got eyes everywhere, folks. <laughs> I got cameras everywhere. <laughs> I got I got everything. Those cats um, and an attack cat. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he's so, got a house made of guns. Oh, no. I just told him what your house looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was, it is the gun house. Mm-hmm. But, Dang I have, it. <laughs> but I have covered most of the guns in, in octopus leather. So you're, so like, you're going to uh, get stuck uh, in the not, shot. <laughs> <laughs> stuck it's in the, the worst. I, actually, I, I saw this is related. I saw somebody made a comment about uh, Home Alone mm-hmm. and how the whole time – I don't know if this is true because I haven't seen it for so long – but how the whole time he could have called the police but didn't. Which yeah. means he was there for blood. Yeah. He wanted to murder <laughs> those, was, those robbers. And I thought that was very interesting. He had read sort of – he understood the legal system enough to, to know, know that it, it wasn't worth if it. If you could entice some predators into his house, and free game. Them. Free game for murder. Free game. It was a stand-your-ground state <laughs> at that time. <laughs> yeah, <so laughs> oh, He knew that uh-huh, uh-huh. as a six-year-old. We'll it, like, yeah. yeah. So that's pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, <laughs> uh, so, so what, what are you going to do? I honestly don't know so what I'm doing there. So this is a family trip um, and show up and be like, what? I'm just going to go wherever we go and do whatever I'm told basically. So it's a, it's a family trip with my, with my in-laws and we, and uh, my mother-in-law is gracious enough to take us on these like big adventures every couple of years that we otherwise wouldn't get to go on. Um, and she travels literally constantly. So so she was, she was, I think she left today to go to somewhere in Europe. Like we're leaving literally next week to go to, to go She's to Taiwan. Like, I go. I go Stop and by she had just gotten back. <laughs> From, like, I don't know, some other country that was just, so, so she just like can't stop moving. Um, What's she running from? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> a demon or right? ghost. And, uh, yeah, so she travels all the time and then we, we do these things every once in a while. Um, but most of what that means is that, uh, that we get, we get invited and then we're just like, yeah, okay. And then, and then there's a trip that happens mm-hmm. and when we just basically show up and sounds great. And, uh, and then who knows what will happen. Good so deal. It'll be fun. So where are you going? I'm going to India. Going to Mumbai, India, yeah. formerly Bombay. If you know about Bombay, it's Mumbai now. Yep. Uh, and it probably was Mumbai originally. And then the British shut up, so. and they're like, "I don't know how to say this," and then they changed it. Classic, so, classic British. Yeah. So uh, I'm going there for some family stuff. Going to go to an Indian wedding, which is big. There's they're always big. Mm-hmm. They take many. They take days. There's a lot of events. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, a lot of things to do with food. You eat food sometimes. Sometimes you throw the food. At people, we do <laughs> we do that here too. Yep. You know, you grab a big handful of rice and you just hurl it with all like, your. You never get this out of your nope. clothes. Yeah. yeah, and like that's good. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good thing. Yep. Um, yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Gonna see lots of family, cool. do stuff. Gonna be there for a couple of weeks, And then we're coming back. So Pretty things are gonna shut down in this house in the studio. Yeah, it's gonna be. No, quiet It's gonna be cool. We also we do we do our Thanksgiving break for the studio around the same time every year or two yeah so that'll be happening so everyone just leaves and then we also have winter break coming up so this is always this it's always this weird season because there's always a lot to do but then it's very compressed because we basically just kind of like delete three weeks out of this kind of chunk of time is there a word yeah. for a vacation that that you become stressed because of it and then when you come back you're even more stressed than when you left <laughs> <laughs> for me this is all vacations that's, yeah that's how I feel every vacation mm, yeah because it's, you know, when I'm around, I can take care of shit, mm-hmm. get things done, nothing's piling up, everything's under control. And you don't have to travel and travel is just unpleasant. I don't know. I've just accepted that things pile up, I feel like. You know? Yeah. Every week we go into production meeting, there's like 60 things somehow every two days yeah, that we need to Yeah, but we also do 50 things every two days. Mm-hmm. And then once a month, we purge 300 things, right? Yeah. That's, that's so now, fine. Now the math checks out. Now if we're gone for two weeks. Now there's just 240 things that haven't been and done. none yep. of them got purged. And we, yep. then we just got to purge them all. It's going to be wild. We need a moratorium. Is that what it's called? We need to put a hold. Yeah. Put we a stop. We need to put. We need to pull out all the stops. Yeah. It's like no, new, need no to more jobs. We need to push in all the stops. Push We're the stops back in. In. It's like a push pop sort of situation. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. I only learned like, I don't know, a couple of years ago, I think, that that comes from organs. Like organs? Organs, the devices that play music. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think mean, mean, they the meat. <laughs> not the, not kind the human. Not the meat like, organs. What's what? How? Pull the stops out of yeah, that, but liver. The, but the stops are the thing that control how loud stuff is. Uh, so so if you, you pull out all the stops so it's because you're just making it really smooth with your organ power. Dude, that's pretty. Yeah, I didn't even know that until a few years ago. It's very intense organ, like kind of a slang thing. Yeah. yeah. Pull out all the stops, Timothy, <laughs> on oh, that organ. <laughs> now Barbara really pulled out all the stops at church today and he blasted <laughs> us across yeah, the fuse. Very intense way to talk about that. Yeah. I like it. I dig that, it. That makes – sometimes you learn the origin of the phrase and it's not nearly as cool as you thought it was going to be. Yes, it's this is way cooler. It's Definitely. the opposite of pumping the brakes, right? Because pumping the brakes when you're in your car – well, no. Yeah, pumping the brakes, you just kind of gently – What's well, that's where you gently stop. Because I've know, actually you know, tried pumping my pump brakes, you do not gently do anything. Now, pumping pump the, brakes. the brake is what you do if you need to stop really fast, actually. Well, your so, cars automatically do it now with the ABS do Yeah, they, just, it's, they got auto-pump yeah. mechanisms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that's always terrifying when that happens. Yeah, you hit it and it just like keeps yeah, and it, it, <laughs> and it kind of like kicks in and out and mm-hmm. you think your, your car is going to, I don't know, melt. Yeah. I, don't know, yeah. I don't really know how cars, I assume they have a melting temperature melting or parts. something. Yeah, there's must be yeah, there's, there. They have some, I don't know what their gas phase, like mm-hmm. the phase, di- phase plane diagram you know, mm-hmm. I don't know it's, where they turn into a gas. Yeah, it's it's probably pretty hot. real though. annoying. You're yeah. driving, yeah. your car's vaporized. It gets too hot. The thing is, global warming. Soon we'll all have gas cars. Hey, hours. did you hear about Venice being completely underwater? Nice. I saw some videos. It's it six wild. under six feet of water. Yeah, I heard it was after they voted on a resolution to say that global warming didn't exist. Is that for real, or is yeah. that just like I think the that was an actual thing? Punchline. I'm sure people are doing that all the time. Anyway, yeah, so so that's exactly so it. Statistically, be it probably would have worked out that it's way great. no matter what. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's probably not going to be the last time that happens mm-hmm. in the near future. Nope. So I wonder what they're going to do about that. Rename themselves Atlantis and turn into a tourist destination. There you go. Yeah. Uh, you they know, like, a, they're kind, it's kind of weird cuz it's like it's mm-hmm. the city that is should be really well equipped to handle being underwater cuz like it is, mm-hmm. you know? Like it's already the case that their streets are rivers in right. a lot of cases. So it should be a pretty minor sort of shift. The reality is that nobody's city is equipped for being underwater. You know what I mean? For but they'd reason. be the closest. They would be the closest. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyways, all right, let's talk about level head. We are doing a whole bunch of cool stuff in the game and so some much. stuff that's, that we think is cool, but yeah. that probably the nerds among you will think. Is and, cool. the, and, and if we've gotten any nerds out there, oh, man. you're going to be like, oh shit. Like one of the things, which I won't go into detail of because of, you know, the, the nerds, nerds. Mm-hmm. but I got the save frequency of level head from 32 saves a minute down to 11. Yeah. Wow. Fucking dope. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Required a whole dope. rebuild of every game Bing. system, yeah. basically. And you may be asking yourself, but why? But why? Well, some devices require that you don't write to the disc too often or else you can't put your game on those devices. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh turns out that Levelhead was was probably doing a, <laughs> a bit too much. <laughs> Coming, coming from phones and PC or like – it's just the Wild West for us when it comes to writing yeah. to disk. Cause for us, it's basically anytime something changes, we we'll would be like, ooh, you just like earned a coin in this level. We better save that because yeah. if you lose power, if whatever, like you don't want to lose any progress. Yeah, it's right? just there now. But uh, apparently on any – pretty much any other device other than a phone or a – desktop computer. got to do things in batch. Yeah, you do things in these big batches. And so mm-hmm. if you do something and then immediately close the device, it's pretty – that's lost. That's yep. gone. Yep. And you, like you know this if you play games on uh, like on consoles and you see they have those little save icon. Yeah, and they're they're always gone. like don't you dare. Touch don't turn off your device <laughs> while this is happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So it turns out Levelhead was not really equipped for that at all. But now it is. Now it is. Uh, so we got those kinds of fun things happening. Yeah. And then we're also putting a lot of energy into the campaign. Mm-hmm. So so for those of you who listened to the previous episode, you'll know that we're coming to Xbox Game Pass, which means there's going to be some people playing this yeah. game. Yep. And they're going to be going into the campaign, first and foremost. Uh, at the beginning of development, we had this vision for the campaign of being this – well, essentially a standalone game. Yeah. Right? Where we said we have to – we don't have the lore or IP of an existing franchise to lean on to make our maker game, unlike – some other, some other people, companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have to both establish the lore, establish the characters, establish the story, do that in a compelling way, and have the maker part and everything else, right? Yeah. And I think up until now we've had just like the the core of it. We've we've got the levels in the campaign, yeah, but the rest was not. And we have the main menu setting, which sort of totally yeah. it puts you in a place literally, which is good, yeah. Um, and then with the opening sort of presentation, it just sort of sets the scene, but then after that, it's like you just kind of wander out there. Yep. And so
1: Yeah. So yeah I mean, we, and we got a lot
0: of comments from people in early access who's like, I beat the whole campaign and then and nothing happened. Nothing happened. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. campaign that wasn't done yet. Yep. So basically what we've been working on now is those that opening presentation is actually sort of served as the blueprint for a bunch of additional presentations that'll be going through the whole campaign. And so the idea is to make it a combination of um, you know, the campaign is both it's mainly actually a teaching tool to make sure people know both what what the content in the game has to offer as well as uh, see some good examples of it sort of being deployed. But then beyond that, we want it to be the case that it's just, you know, it's fun enough to interact with by itself and rewarding enough. And so uh, on that line, we've done two things. And one is we went from the original conception of having like maybe five-ish presentations to uh, assess actually building out a tool. And this is a big part of, of dev, which is identifying when you need to expand capacity in something and move just beyond... For example, like hard coding it, which the first presentation is. Yeah, the first time you do anything, you just code it up. Right. But the important note here is we had this discussion about it. um, And basically what it revealed was that it would be very easy once this tool is made to make more than just a couple of these. And that's great because I was sort of sweating trying to figure out how to make just five presentations that somehow were different enough but interesting enough. It sort of like put a lot of burden on each one not too long. Not too long, but also now you don't have a lot of time. So it was this really uh, weird thing which got solved by basically building this tool that allows these to be built much faster. And so now there's going to be somewhere between like 19 and 22 of them depending on how many go in. Yeah. And I wrote all of them last week and I'll be editing them down like the next coming coming days uh, before going to actually record them. Is that going to make the downloaded um, file size like 10 times bigger? Probably. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Watch out. Well, so yeah. Each we each receive. one is going to have a, you know, one or two minute long audio file, which that's where most yeah. of the file size of the game comes yeah. from. Well, is they're basically a, like they're almost all max a minute because the, I basically set a couple of parameters for myself as far as how fast and how punchy they need to be because the whole goal is just that they are these sort of, they're just kind of charming and weird and fun uh, little updates about your progress in the Bureau, about your GR18 or about how the world works. Um, and so they just kind of get sprinkled in throughout the whole campaign and hopefully break it up in a way that's really, really fun. Especially, you know, we know that some of the campaign levels are hard. And so you can imagine like beating, for example, the final level in the whole campaign. Like something should happen to sort of symbolize that that has happened. And so that's kind of what we're, we're working on over here. Yes. So this is all going to be coming into the – definitely into the, the 1.0 part of the product. And part of that is that you can't – this is one of those things that um, you can't re-experience it once, right? Like the first so time. We got to nail it. So we got to nail it and then we just wanted to drop it on everybody once, uh, once the game goes live. And so it's – it's again, it's kind of weird that these things have to happen so far in advance. But this also has to get localized into 11 different languages and all this other stuff has to happen. So there's there's kind of a lot going into all these. But I think it's going to be – it will be well worth it in terms of setting the game apart and making it – putting it very thoroughly into the butterscotch universe of just being mm-hmm. weird and wacky and fun. Yeah, now it will have a story. Yeah. It will have a story and, and – Or at least – In the meantime, in we've also thing. added – uh, benchmark times the campaign. Where basically yeah. Sam went through and speed ran the campaign. Well, probably not to the degree of what some people yeah, are correct. are capable of. Probably not. But, not flan speed. No, but, I did not flan speed the campaign. Yeah, flan but, run. But after you know almost two years working on this game, Sam's pretty damn fast. Mm-hmm. So went through the whole campaign in like three hours, mm-hmm. uh, and then established benchmark times for all the levels in the campaign. And then we added those in as a new system. So now when you play each level, you see a little. Sort of like we call it the on-time delivery, which yeah. is you get a bonus if you deliver the package on time, which means basically you speed-ran the level. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of those times are really They're hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, the goal is that – so the goal is that the, the campaign itself has multiple layers and kinds of replayability. And we already have that a bit with the collectibles, right? And collectibles are fun because you you can kind of come back and get them at your own pace. Like there's not, there's not anything else happening about it. Um, but that was all we had as far as reinforcing that replayability, and so the benchmarks. It really is a weird thing, but it's so intense when you come back in. You're like, I need to get below 30 seconds in this level, and then you're just trying. Like you're just trying so hard, and it's just very fun. It's a completely different way to play, essentially. So I'm really pumped for what it'll do for everybody. I know people have been wanting this for a long time. So yeah, it's gonna be great. And then we've yep. got so we got that, and there's like we- a final time too for. Maybe like like is there a the time, time for like for how no. long it took you to no we we have talked in the past about about creating some kind of a speed run mode where yeah. you actually do have to play through the whole thing almost almost like mm-hmm. what the tower trial is where you yeah. play through all the levels back to back we haven't done that yet but also because like ninety something levels which it would take a while takes hours sitting. yeah um, so we haven't really dug into that too much but that is kind of like in the back of our minds yeah, like post launch project yeah, or some sort yeah um, and then we've also. For those of you who played Levelhead earlier, uh, you saw that we had all these little things in the campaign that you could unlock items in. Mm-hmm. So those are making a comeback. Yep. Don't worry. We're not putting workshop items in there. No workshop Maniacs. Maniacs. So <laughs> – but we are locking <laughs> avatars in there. So we added an additional 140 avatars to the game or no. We're up to 100. Up to 140 right? now. Yeah. So we added um, 100-something new ones. And then most of those, the vast majority of them are uh, inside of the campaign now. So actually you'll be unlocking them sort of as you go, and it's just sort of, again, one of those fun things to have little rewards sprinkled about here and there. Um, And most of them are oriented around challenge points. So it's, you know, it's not just did you beat this level? It's did you collect the GR Did you get the bugs? Did you, like, sort of do something interesting on it uh, in order to unlock a suite of avatars about it? So those are all integrated as well. Uh, So, yeah, the campaign is sort of getting a really big Big bunch of updates here that should finally put it closer to where we wanted it to be in terms of you know final product. Yep, and we we got some visual updates that are coming too, but we're not gonna show or say anything more about that. Nobody nope, because we want to just dunk it on everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, and and I think the nice thing about the icon unlocks is it it brings the campaign back to what we wanted at the beginning, which is you get cool shit for achieving things in the campaign. Uh, but now it's still. And and we also wanted to be coupled to the system of making levels, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the now problem you, was by getting content that you used to make levels, then that was what created. Yeah. The problem. And you can use these these uh, icons or avatars to to market and promote your levels, and they're like trophies, right? And you can also change your own avatar with them, mm-hmm. so that way you you yourself can show off some cool thing that you achieved. Yeah. Um. So that's I feel like it it really comes back and and hits the original design intent without sort of. Undercutting the whole point of the game, right? Which is being able to build, build stuff, stuff in the yep. workshop. Yeah. Uh, so we have we have a lot more stuff coming. We're actually only what are we a week out from the patch? Uh, I don't even know how time works anymore. I have no idea. Yeah, I think so. Uh, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we I think so. So we put the patch out a week ago. of oh, wow. This recording, we've already got, done all that shit. So it's <laughs> good because then we're gonna be gone for <laughs> we're a gonna be yeah. gone for a couple weeks. So like this, Try this patch is. I think we actually have three work weeks for this patch. Yeah, real weird. Out of five, so. Um, anyway, we'll just have some more info about that uh, later on. All right, and I think the only other thing to talk about is Google Stadia. Oh yeah, so, what about it? What's going on? So what is it? Do, Google Stadia is that clear yet? Uh, I think. <laughs> have we talked about? We've it talked at all? about. It. We've Google talk Stadia is coming November nineteenth. Yeah. So the the pitch for it is that it allows you to play a game that is of extremely intense fidelity because it requires a lot of CPU or GPU. On any device you want, because yeah, it actually streams it to the device instead of requiring the device to play it itself. Yeah. So in other words, you're actually remote playing on one of Google's machines is the easy way. to think Right. About it. Um. The the interesting thing was they sort of took over GDC last year. Uh, yeah, we talked we talked about, we talked about, they, about that they, they at length. Dominated that whole floor. And then yep. since then they it's there's more marketing that's been going toward it. Um. And so it's it's like the word about it is spreading, but everyone's still kind of confused about what's happening. Yeah. And so then Adam, you said there was an update. Sometimes well, they haven't they haven't done a lot to help with the confusion because right. uh, it's not it's not going to be obvious to a person how they can actually get it. Like how mm-hmm. do you? Because it doesn't. It's not it, a console. It's just on the internet. It's not a console. Um, and the idea, like the the original idea of the thing, is that you ought to be able to to literally just like open up your Chrome browser or something just on whatever machine you're on on your phone on whatever and just start playing a thing. It's like it's supposed to be that streamlined right Um, but out of the gate it's not Um, and in fact most of the features that they that are going to be part of this that make it what it is and make it stand out from everything else aside from just the streaming part um, are apparently not coming out at launch which they basically announced yesterday what the launch features are and they're launching with only 12 games yeah, that I saw that list come out. And yeah, I was they're like, launching me? with twelve <laughs> games, and one of them is an exclusive. Yeah. Um, oh well, that's good at they least. They got one, so yeah. they got they got one exclusive in there. Um, and, and I mean, and they're launching with good titles definitely. Um, I mean, like but, Assassin's Creed is in there. I mean, like yeah, some, I think Doom. Either Doom is in it. Yeah, or there's it There's definitely it. some good stuff. Yeah, so in there. there's good stuff there yeah. definitely. Um, but it's it's a very very small selection, which which isn't inherently bad or anything. But it's just kind of interesting that they're launching with this really small selection of games and with this tiny selection of features. And so, uh. And, and, and the thing that makes it so cool is it's it's this idea that no matter how difficult or how, how computationally complex a game is, you can play it. That's kind mm-hmm. of – that's idea number one. But then idea number two is it is now an internet native platform, yes. right? So that it can integrate with YouTube and it can integrate with anything. Um, and you can follow a link and then like find yourself suddenly in the middle of a level that – is, or in the middle of gameplay where that link determined what aspect of the gameplay you were in. Like, There's all this like, cool yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's really weird, right? trippy, like futuristic stuff. Yeah. Because it? like if you were watching a YouTube video of your favorite YouTuber and they're playing it and you just right. clicked – on the video, and yeah. now you're literally playing the game at that exact at that exact point. position. Or if an ad comes up, and you for, for a game, and you click it, now you're just playing like, a demo yeah, on weird, cool. Yeah. Stuff. So it's it's very it's very neat, but apparently they're launching with literally just none of that. So it's like well, but so but also they, the kinds of mm. things we've talked about in the past is how it's hard to tell whether those features are are actually positives. Yeah. Just because of the mental Correct. overhead of of playing a game, learning a game, all that stuff. The idea of being like just randomly seeing a game for the first time and just Suddenly, being in it, like just being in well, the Well, We middle already of, have this on mobile because yep. mobile because mobile ads invented the idea, right? Of right of giving you a demo of a game as a pop up ad inside of a game mm-hmm. that you then have to like play for a moment before you can get back to the game you were in, right? Yeah. So we already, yeah, we already have this concept, but it hasn't it hasn't lived in like just like the native internet, you know, like yeah. via via a browser. Um, so, so I mean, it's all very. I think it's very cool tech. Um, everybody I've talked to in other segments of the industry um, who deal with cloud computing and stuff are just as confused as I am about the economics of this because yes. the amount of streaming required is very – because it's because they're streaming you know 4K resolution if you're in the, – because there's a few tiers of payment. But in one of those tiers, you're basically streaming 4K. And the whole thing about bragging about all the compute resources you get is great except someone's got to pay for those compute resources, mm-hmm. right? And so if you are playing on the equivalents – like if you imagine going right to a cloud provider like Google or like AWS or something – and saying, "Hey, I need a server," and like in describing a server that they're now talking about, right? That has that degree of, of specs, right. that degree of that mu- that much power. You're talking, you're you're going to be spending like dollars an hour mm-hmm. for compute resources just to actually do that, right? But if they're charging like ten bucks a month or whatever, right? Like it just seems like the economics don't work, and so unless they're assuming that it's going to. Not be compelling enough for people to play it for more than twenty minutes. Well, that's, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. So, so somehow they they must have decided it's going to work out somehow. And I don't know if maybe they're or maybe, they're just taking it as a loss for. And they may take it as a loss, well, it. but also, of course, they because of the fact that they own enormous amounts of server resources, then. The server resources have, you know, peak hours and off-peak hours mm-hmm. and so on. And so they could actually use like the, – because they're always going to have extra capacity. they're going to have machines that are just sitting there anyways. Yeah. So it might be that they – because, of course, they don't have to pay for their own machines like the rest of – I mean they have to right. – They already you know, did. But they already paid for their machines. Yeah. And so they don't actually have an hourly rate. And then maybe the economics of it still work out or something, but – All to say – I don't know. What is going to happen when this actually know. comes out? Well, and that, that's the thing. is like it didn't – since it – they put all this marketing effort behind it and they finally – and they're kind of like launching it quietly. It's, yeah. that always weird about it. Like they With made like a ton of noise about some it. Some of the features. It's a ton, ton of, really of noise weird, about it, you know? GC. And then now it's actually coming out and I'm like – it just feels very subdued. which to means, just, It feels anticlimactic. Yeah. Right? And there's no – like it doesn't feel like like the splash that it should have had given all the oh, hype. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, like, when was a time that Google did, like, a dramatic reveal of a product? Well, the thing is, this is how Google does stuff. they just like, I don't know. Actually, the, o- they the only time was when they, when they announced Stadia. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only time I could think of that, that Google actually, like... Did something flashy. Did something really flashy about, it. you know, launching of a product. Yeah. yeah, and it's possible that, like, the only reason we felt that it was flashy was because it was right there next to us. Yeah, that's true. At, it was at GDC. Oh, yeah, we saw it in person. You know? yeah. yeah. Like, if we hadn't been to GDC, we may not have... Yeah. Thought about it in those mm-hmm. terms, yeah. yeah I, I don't know. This every every company out there wants to have the next platform, Yes. like the next. Because if you think about what Apple did with the iPhone, mm-hmm. where they sort of just came in guns blazing and just laid down a whole new market, like yep. this mobile gaming market and the app market and everything, and then Android caught up and BlackBerry died and Microsoft,
1: Microsoft tried, Microsoft
0: dipped a toe in, and they were like, "Ooh, that's too hot," and they <laughs> ran away. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um But but it has defined an entire generation of of business. You know, you've well, got and it created a market that's. I don't know what the market value of of like the entire right. iTunes ecosystem, the App Store ecosystem is, but it's got to be the hundreds of billions of dollars, it's right? Insane. And Apple just gets to they have get thirty percent of that. They just get a third of it yep. for every year. They just get to, so they so they created a market that is that is. Much bigger than almost any other market in the fucking world. Well, I think this is right? why you can see just, why. they just made it out of nothing. Yeah, this is why you can see the the reality of like the the reason why a company would be interested in in trying to yeah, do this. The especially payoff is huge. Have, yeah, if you have the ability to shoulder the cost, which Google certainly does, of like trying to do something crazy like yeah. this, then yeah, you're going to try to do it because if if it's the bet that wins, then yeah, well, I, I think that is it. Is it Google is the is really the first into this space in a in a yeah. big way. Um, and so I think this is going to answer the question, like, is this the, is this the future that we're going to have? And and did Google actually get there first? And mm-hmm. did they do it in a way that's going to allow them to stay in the lead? Right? Because what we've also seen from these kinds of markets, um, cause, cause it already is a case right now that, that Microsoft is already trying to, trying to catch up. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure AWS is doing stuff too, in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure PlayStation is also – I mean, everyone's – like everyone's, everyone's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is like everyone was doing this with VR like five years ago. Now VR is just yeah. like a quiet thing. So I don't know. There's always that question of like what's the actual reality of this in terms yeah. of sticking power in the long I, term? Yeah. I don't – I don't know. I don't understand it. I well, don't. But, it's, but it's interesting. The, 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 I mean the, the main premise is interesting though, right? Because the idea is no matter what device you have, you can now play awesome games, right? This is – we already have game-playing devices in our pockets anyway. And a lot of and a lot of the whole idea of this mm-hmm. is that you can do, take your phone and play all of these games, right? We already have infinite games at our fingertips. Mm-hmm. So it's going to change so the what scale this, of the game. Right? It changing, it's degree, literally just changing the graphics. That's like, it. Like it, the it thing changes. that separates yeah. these games from other games is the graphics. But this is a time-limited thing, right? Because people aren't making better and better phones every year because people want to play games on them. Right, mm-hmm. they're making because that's how you sell. That's how you sell them. Right. You sell yeah. them by making them better every year. And so the the rate at which phones as technology have been like catching up to consoles in particular, but then also just regular old desktop computers, right, is fucking remarkable. And so, so this is interesting. Like investing this much effort to be able to like have a have a triple A quality experience when you can already play Grand Theft Auto on your phone. when you can already play Grand Theft Auto on your phone. Like we're not we're only a few years away from you know I like so know. what yeah I don't know it's interesting. I, I don't know. I mean, I I feel the same about this as, as I felt about VR in uh, 2015. Was it or it was earlier? I think 2014, 2014. 2014. There was just all all of a sudden. Yeah. Everybody just collectively shat their pants about VR. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Oculus Rift appeared mm-hmm. on the scene. Uh, they had they did a Kickstarter right yes. at, the, at the beginning, and then they they turned it into a real thing. Got bought by Facebook. All that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And everybody kept talking about how like VR is going to – it's just going to be where games go. And nobody really solved the the two core problems, which is people vomit when they use it mm-hmm. and you need a 10 by 10 foot room to do stuff. Well, the third <laughs> problem is people don't like strapping something to their face. Forever. People don't no. like having something strapped to their face. The use is just weird. Right? So you it, so you can have the, the graphical fidelity of real life in this thing and it – it, if it doesn't touch those three core problems, then it just doesn't matter, right? right. Um, and so the the thing that I'm trying to figure out with the Stadia thing is just like, who has the problems that are being described by the people who are offering these solutions? Mm-hmm. I think that's what I'm so curious about. Because it, it's fun to to watch this in a lot of ways well, and not have to participate. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, and also think yeah. about like who – so one thing, one thing that I'm pretty confident in is that like young people, teenagers – College students, they're the ones who drive a lot of the demand for yes. uh, a lot of the newer stuff, right? What games has has this generation of basically people under 20? What are the core defining games of this generation? Freaking Minecraft and Fortnite. Yep. Yep. These are not – and mobile games on yep. iPads, right? Like yep. these are not people – Yeah, for, and Fortnite can run on anything now. Yep. Yeah. Like these are not people who are banging down the doors for photorealistic graphics in their games. Like they're true, they yeah. seem to be content with having games that just look good, but don't necessarily show every pore of every creature. Or don't even look seen. good in the case of Minecraft. Except, <laughs> in some cases, <laughs> they're final games that look like total shit. Yeah. yeah, that's fine too. As long as it plays great and that's you know, that's the that's the whole point of it anyways. Um yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't, I, maybe I'm crouching. Is, don't I don't understand. Man, man. Oh, the yeah. other there is one thing, though. <laughs> we all made, there is one thing I like about it. or cloud machines. In, in principle, but it still doesn't work out in practice, which is in principle for us as developers, if we can build for one platform, because that thing can be delivered to any device via the internet, via streaming, right? Then our lives get a hell of a lot easier because like the things that make development Extra, extra hard are basically is device, compatibility. Is device compatibility. And so if we just got to take that off of the table for but that's how I already feel about developing for consoles, it's such a relief because it's like there's a there's like an Xbox, there's a Switch, you know what it is. Nobody's <laughs> like my <laughs> Switch no, no, has but, a fi- but five but foot, my, foot But my screen. point <laughs> is you have to now do it for both Switch and Xbox, yeah, you do, right. but that would still be true, you know? yeah, unless we were an exclusive on something like Stadia or, yeah. or whatever. Right? But even then, if someone the pulls it up on so a phone, it's not you know? just going to work, the controls just aren't.
1: You need yeah, to do I mean, something, I mean, yeah.
0: coming coming from developing for, from I'm more talking about the like the independent builds that you have to have. Yes, right, yeah, because yeah. we we have to be managing now for for level head, whatever the fuck it is, numerous, <laughs> many many builds, all of which have the different build requirements and setups, and so the hardware requirements and then mm, the it's a whole technolog- thing. like the amount of 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 time and money. It's we've literally a person's job. Here. It is a person's fucking job. Well, and that, we had, we had things like um, uh, somebody came into our Discord this past week being like, I can't log in to level head and it turned out they had set their system clock eight eight days ahead for for some reason but if you if you're playing on something like stadia it's like you can't get into the system clock yeah, you're not it's somebody else's that. computer yep. Yep. right so like and we have to do drm you're not gonna have antivirus on there or nuking the game because like you can't i get how it's good for devs i just don't know who's gonna I, don't know. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know who, <laughs> but even that though because like, that's the thing is where in the reality of that situation isn't doesn't actually come to be though right mm-hmm. because you that still has to go to a device and so, unless Xbox has Stadia on it, which I do not see happening, right? right. Uh, then, then now everybody has to buy something. They have to buy something that plugs into their TV and now is their Stadia like mm-hmm. device, right? Um, so I don't know. And then, and now also, everything is guaranteed to have a minimum, best case scenario of twenty milliseconds of lag on it between yeah. inputs and and responses, right? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see how it pans out. So we sure will. Beccus Stradumus isn't particularly pumped about this. <laughs> apparently, I don't know. Scott I th- says, "I don't fucking know." <laughs> yeah, I, think it's, it? I think it's one of those things that because so unlike VR, which is delivering an experience that nobody actually wants. Which well, is, I, I just agree. No, that. no, I, think, I mean strapping yeah, a thing. People in your want face the experience, right? but yeah, yeah. they don't like the cost. Yeah. It's, it's it's delivering a new experience, right? Yeah. Uh, and so people That's have to figure out how to manage that. Um. so yeah, so, don't, so I guess so, so saying this something that nobody wants was not the right thing right, to say right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's that, but it's, they're delivering an entirely new product yeah right it requires new ways of thinking new all kinds of stuff there's not a demand there you have to create it and so on and so forth delivering games via you know streaming services like the market like the market's already there people understand what a game is people play games and mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. and it's just a different way of getting it so I think the I don't think the barrier for that is nearly as high as it is for something like VR yes oh yeah totally so and but I think it's still just gotta, weird enough and interesting enough, especially because like what everybody wants now, what everybody wants today is full cross-platform everything. Like the dream that everybody has, like I can buy a game once and I just, mm-hmm. I can just get to have it. I get to have it everywhere I go. And we are no closer to that dream than we ever have been because of the get fact that, that you, every store is separate and so on. Um, and so I think there, there are those, there are various pieces of this dream that I think like it's possible. I think it's possible that there there really is a market for this. I, like I I can't see it, you know but like i feel, I feel like <laughs> i feel like it's possible that it's really there and that this could open up something something mm-hmm. interesting but is but is google going to be the one that does it i don't know is it the time I don't is, it, know. is it the time is the I'm tech doobs. ready? i'm soup's doobs is the cost of bandwidth ready is anything too right who knows yeah i don't i don't know All right, let's, let's move on i don't know <laughs> 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 this whole thing is Stadia, be... confusing what is happening it's yeah. confusing to me but i'm curious about the tech for the for, for like sending the stream, right? I don't know, Cause man. Like, no, but Because like, like with Netflix, so Netflix has to spend a fuckload of money on bandwidth, right? Enormous yeah. amounts of it. But the caching options to, available to them are enormous because it doesn't actually, like if the, if the thing has uh, 30 seconds of lag on it, as long as the audio and the video both are lagged by that much, you can't tell. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Two people are having the exact same experience if they're watching the same show, right? So they could, in principle, share a cache and, and whatever. When you're streaming games, though, there's like no opportunities for any of that. You need a whole dedicated machine, a whole dedicated just machine for your gameplay. No caching between the yeah. two of you, and it's got to come like unfiltered, unadulterated, raw stream to get to you because you can't have any lag, so you can't have any pre-processing to like cut down on the. Sk- so like, I don't I know, man. Don't, I just don't see it. <laughs> like you said, the economics are questionable. The marketing doesn't make sense. I don't know what this is. We'll we'll see though. We'll see. We'll yeah, see. We'll see. <laughs> All right, let's get on to some questions. These questions come from our listeners over at net. Highest upvoted question comes from Fly Hoppy Axe Rompa. If you had a billion dollars that could only be spent to solve the problem of discoverability <laughs> for all indie devs. For all indie devs. How would you try to solve that problem? You can't. For all indie devs. Yeah, you can't. You can't because discoverability. Unless. Mm, unless go dark. Let's go dark. Sure, go dark. You need to limit the total number of games coming out. So I would buy that, is, that doesn't solve it for all indie devs. It does. I would buy it for I buy Unity. I buy Unreal. I buy all the engine makers. Jack the prices up uh, just a ton. Kick out most of the devs. You got you go. go to use your billion dollars. What i if you kick out, if you kick out the devs, we don't satisfy the all indie devs requirement of this question. What well, you got to? Well, no, you will because there there will be a, a bunch of people who used to be indie devs but aren't anymore. Yeah, right? Oh, I see. So you're just like, make saying make fewer indie devs. Yeah, and now, you need to you need to shut down. Uh, Unity, so, so we're Game Maker, and Unreal Engine is what we're doing. You need we're, to, we're redefining who all devs are is the is y- the solution. you got to gotta figure out how to use that money to either dramatically increase the world's population yes. without increasing the number of independent game developers. Yes. It's hard is, to do with money, though. It's hard to do. Mm-hmm. Unless you, and you've only got billion. So, you mean, you a, only get, a billion dollars. You only got a with billion dollars. But you've only well, – I don't well, can think you? So. I think you could probably make like four clones. How much clone cost? cost? But you can only send like one of them to college. That's true. So – so that's not gonna work. Yeah. So yeah, your options are either to reduce it's a supply demand question. What well, I'm trying to get out of here. No, right? you're right. Yeah. So it's a market problem. Yeah. You either have to re- to reduce supply or increase demand. Yep. The question is, can you increase demand for indie games via a one billion dollar marketing campaign? I don't know. I don't no. think so. People. With the heart wants what the heart wants. How much would, would it mean, cost so? to buy Unity? Probably more than that. The so so you can't buy Unity. What you got to do is something nefarious. To mm. destroy you <laughs> from within, you know. But you got, in a way that we still get to use it. No, that nobody gets to use it anymore. Okay. So we'll keep using GameMaker because nobody else does. No, we. The well, we, thing like no. we have to destroy ourselves. Here's the thing the, the, only, the only the only the only way we can fix this is if we somehow go back to the days of the only making way you're, your own engine. The only way you're getting a game out is mm-hmm. making your own engine because that way okay. there's nine independent developers in the world. Right. So, so <laughs> the billion dollars, which is somehow both. We got to destroy every gotta shut existing down Epic. We got to yep. shut down Unity. Right. We got to shut down Godot. Yeah. You name yeah. it. But then also, we it. have to develop our own engine. Yeah. No, we're out too. We, we, we're, we're not in this either. Here's what we do buy a one way ticket back in time, get a patent, make yourself okay. a time machine for make a million some, dollars. And then <laughs> buy yourself a patent when you're back there for some game engine technology. Every time one of these people comes up trying to make a game engine, sue them into the ground. Become even a patent troll. Uh, yeah. Boom. Even better, go back to before video games existed. Patent the whole idea of video games. There you go. Never let it happen. Never let it happen. So patents the No, you don't have any. <laughs> no, you don't have any indie deaths. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have a discoverability problem. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Already even <laughs> Can we not? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> well, it's interesting. It's like because it's it's a weird one because I, I don't think you can solve it. It's not a money problem. No, no it's, you can't solve it. When it you can't solve it for all devs. Correct. It's it's a winner take all problem, yeah. right? Or it's a, it's not a winner-take-all, it's a it's, it's a zero a, sum. Zero sum game, right? Yeah. Which if I can't. if I if my game is discovered, it's because somebody, somebody I did. got a spot that you didn't have. Yeah. Right? yeah, there's no way to do that. So so the only the only other option is to somehow create some kind of random game delivery system that you somehow get everybody in the world to sign up for. Mm-hmm. Okay. And mm-hmm. you just you just uniformly distribute all of the games, <laughs> so I make my game. I'm guaranteed to get 180 players, and so is everybody else because that's how many games versus players mm-hmm. there are. So right? now, so now we all have we have. Full equality of discoverability. Everybody's equal now. But, now, but here the beauty of this is now nobody makes any money. Correct. All the developers go away. We solve the problem again. Boom. It'll Boom. equalize itself. Because you know? like people, people exit the market pretty soon. If I'm still here, my next game is going to get 190 players because there's you know fewer developers. Mm-hmm. Yep. If I can maintain that long enough pretty soon, I'm getting 200 possibly even 300 players. Now I'm competing with Steam. Watch out. out. As an indie developer platform. Mm. I think you already were from the, from right out out of the gate. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a weird one. You can't. No, you can't solve it. You can't solve it. You just sort of move the problem around. It's like a bottleneck problem. It's the same thing with production, right? Yeah. Like you, you can't actually ever solve this problem. It just, it just moves. You just put the problem somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. And and because it's a, because it's a free market, uh, let's say there were half as many, Indie developers, but the, the number of players are s- still the same, which means now the average indie developer is making on average twice as much money. Yep. Right. Which means, ooh, it's very enticing to get into the market. Now's a good time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> now all of a sudden, boom, big wave of indie developers yep. and the market crashes. Yep. So, which is basically what happened on Steam. Yes. Yes. 100%. And also almost, everywhere. And, and everywhere else. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm really curious to see what things are looking like 10 years from now. Yeah. I, I genuinely can't predict this Mm -hmm. yeah well if if we take everything as a trend uh, we will not be making any money 10 years from now so little head needs to do great but also if you if you extrapolate the trend I think there will be more indie game developers than the population of the earth that's 10 years from now Mm. so then then that's going to be a real I think moving games and money around amongst ourselves (laughs) I think the number of games is leveling off on steam though if I saw the most recent chart from 2019 to 2018 is actually about the same Really, I think so. We've hit some saturation points. I point. need to look into it, but I'm pretty sure I saw something like that float around. Hmm. So we might, yeah, we might be hitting an actual saturation point where people are people, it, people are either now, falling out or they're like, eh, it's so well, it might also be that kind of crazy that, market. Yeah, that maybe it's also been now that it's been become clear that there's not a lot of value to just being in the market. Yes. That's the thing too. Yeah. Is like once the gates opened, everyone was like, "Fuck yeah, it's a gold rush!" Right? And it turned out that it actually wasn't, but right. people thought that it was. And then as the oh, evidence like fools gold, fools gold. <laughs> as the evidence began to mount, that you can't you can't come into the, it's an open platform, but not an open market. Or I guess what it's not it's not a market you can just come in and make money on just by being in it. And so now all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, actually, we have to spend a bunch of money marketing and doing all this other shit." And so maybe that maybe what we needed to have saturated was the understanding of that. So that people yes. just don't enter the system in the first place. Yeah, there's, so, there's. Yeah. It's not just a lottery ticket. You just like, well, I guess, I, grind it is it. A, I guess it is. Yeah, it is, <laughs> it is, it it is a problem. It is a lottery but ticket. Doing it as that instead of just a guaranteed, uh, yeah. you know, thing. Yeah, but I mean, starting it, it's, it's more equivalent to just starting any other business now, whether it's a restaurant or a startup shop or whatever. I mean, like it's, it's all the same sort of thing now. As meaning it costs a fuckload of money. Yes. Yeah. To do to get it off the ground. That's the problem. Getting it off the ground is yeah. always the problem, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be very rare that you just kind of kick that nowadays. You just kick things off with a laptop and a dream and then you just, boom, yeah. you Honestly, know, like my, do a Stardew My Valley favorite movie. show to listen to is that How I Built This Podcast because just 99% of the stories are people being like, yeah, for six years, just kind of was grinding it out and getting rejected getting and rejected losing money the whole time. And, and it sucked and it was terrible. And, you know, and then finally stuff started kind of Kind of working, but it always comes after this really intense foundational phase. Even shit like Airbnb was a yeah. fascinating one because mm. they were like they were going out pitching to investors, and the investors are like, So you're telling me that your website requires people to go around their own house, to make a floor plan, basically, and take a picture of every room and, and all do of a their good job, all of their possessions and their address, and their address, post it on the internet, and then invite Complete strangers mm-hmm. give them a key, <laughs> and that strangers will want to go into strange other strangers' houses to stay there. But this is yeah. why I don't know about the Stadia thing. Exactly, because you know? like, yeah, that like, also sounds like a terrible idea to me. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, there <laughs> must be something you're missing, uh, or not. I don't know. Because mm-hmm. uh, well, actually, yeah. for every Airbnb, there's like a thousand other things that there were are. genuinely terrible well, ideas. So, yeah, that, that's, that's the whole survivorship bias, right? Yeah. Uh, I was listening to a podcast a couple of weeks ago, and uh, and somebody was referring to this as as. Uh, denominator. Oh shit! What is it? So instead, instead of survivorship bias, it was something about like not knowing about the denominators, like denominator blindness. blindness? Basically, denominator blindness, but I can't remember what word to use. Anyway, so what an idea. you're seeing is the one instead of the one out of a thousand. Exactly. Yeah. But, Which I was, I was yeah. like, I was actually, I, was, I thought that's actually a clearer and more generic kind of uh, way of thinking hmm. about that. Is you're not thinking about everybody below the line. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. yeah. now it can be because that can be for failure cases or success cases or for whatever. So the whole idea of like survivorship bias. It doesn't actually mean the thing that wins. It's just relative to all the things you don't know about is what that's supposed to be. Survivor of like the signal basically. Um, Questions how big is the denominator? How big is the denominator? And And you can't know because – it's mostly invisible. Yeah. It's it's people who tried a thing and it didn't work and then they just carried on. And they didn't make a big deal out of it and you're never going to hear about it. Or even if they did make a big deal out of it, you're still never going to hear about (laughs) it. Yep. Uh, Interesting. Okay, Let's get on to the next question from Jabvira Sappyflat who says – we ask you guys a whole lot of questions, but what kind of questions do you have for us mm. and how would we answer them? Which is – I like the utilitarian <laughs> approach here. How would you answer them? Let's oh, get to from, that one from first. From a practical standpoint is the would. Yeah, not if, a, we did, not a, if we did send questions out into the ether, out mm-hmm. at, our, at our listeners, how would they respond? Probably you do it via Discord or Twitter essentially and then you just have to respond in there. Or just you just submit it as a question in the at podcast.bscotch.net. Yeah. But then it's not a question, so it's yeah. not a question. And also we won't know what you're talking about probably Correct. because we don't remember what we said in the podcast. So what, we should be sure to preface your answer with the question. Yeah. What question do you have for the listeners? Well, so this is kind of tough because this is basically we're throwing a question out at a a sort of diverse group of generic uh, name, Nameless slash faceless entities mm-hmm. who we don't actually know who's listening. But you know they're interested in podcasts talking about games. Maybe, maybe some maybe. of them may not. So. Be, uh, <laughs> we don't know. We, don't we know talk about the, enough things that you can be interested in, like a, a fifth of it. And well, if you're, I got if some you're interested, interested, if you guys enough, can't figure it I got, out, I got, okay, so. I got one. Which is which is which is is it better to have the power of invisibility or flight? That one I do. Is that I like need a to personality know. test indicators like a Hogwarts school situation i just want to know you want to know from like specific are you trying to like do a poll like what is yeah. it i just want to know what they think yeah all it's like as a as a hive mind it's like the average anyone you know, or just like if somebody out there them. conducts a poll that would be fine really, i just want <laughs> to see some discussion about this because the answer is obviously flat. my question is which starburst flavor do you not eat I feel like everyone has one, but I was just shocked to learn that it's kind of a different one depending on the person. Then you don't eat. I think I eat all of them. I just prefer some of them. Well, I mean the lemon. Like that's – what's the bottom ranking Starburst then? Bottom ranking. Probably the yellow one. Yeah, definitely the yellow one for me. But I met someone who's pink. I fucking love pink. That's exactly – I was like, what? <laughs> someone hates pink? Exactly. Get them the fuck out of here. <laughs> this is like a pineapple on pizza situation. Uh-huh. Can't have it. All right. So another question. Is there a thing that you feel like your day – can't actually start until you've done that thing. Mm. I feel like that's probably a thing. That's a good one. For me, it's waking up. You know what I mean? Very funny. <laughs> <laughs> mm. What questions do you have, Sam? Well, aside from the Starburst one. Yes. Uh, which is very profound, I feel. It was profound. Uh, well, you said you had a whole bunch over there. So I'm, i can I'm just, just, opening up the, I'm the a question, the question machine. worm can. I... <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, would you take a million dollars to let a complete stranger tattoo whatever they wanted on your forehead? No. no. That's not for you guys. It's for the listeners. But if they I do what they think. If they put it somewhere <laughs> else on my body, definitely yes. <laughs> Wait, a million dollars, though? A million dollars. Here's the question. Here's a, question. Cause you, cause <laughs> here's a could better just question. You use some of that money to get that thing right back Here's off your a better form. question. You sure could. Someone's going to pay you a million dollars to tattoo something, whatever they want, on your body. The only choice you have is where it goes. But not what it is. But not what it is. Where do you put the tattoo? Where do you put it? Ass cheek. Yep. hundred percent. Or like inner thigh, I feel like. like no, that would hurt so like, bad. It doesn't matter if it hurts like the back, like the back you're of trying your- you hide it? Yeah. I, no, feel, like, I feel like ass cheek is still pretty well hidden, you know? Well, I guess it depends on your uh, hobbies. <laughs> I'm going with- if you're a streaker, you know? Bottom of foot. Oh. <laughs> No, no, the most right. painful places are the ones nobody's gonna see. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So apparently, the palm of the hand is very painful. But like, also, it doesn't hold the pigment very well. Yeah. So, so the, to, type, the, the tattoo kind of like times. goes away after a while. I got another question. What is the deepest, darkest fear you have about being a weird leather bag with a wet <laughs> computer inside? Yeah, 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 that's a good one. Yeah. Let's get what, real. Dark. What gives real dark? you existential dread? <laughs> Just really dig did in. Have you ever there. heard of The Call of the Void when you're we'll over only like take a bridge? And we'll only take a five-paragraph essay on yeah. this one. Okay. Actually, you shouldn't even, even threaten that because we're going to get a lot of five-paragraph es- essays on this. Although you can send us – we have an email address. We do. I think it was the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So scotch.net. Podcast at beeskotch.net. Podcast, podcast at
1: yeah, beeskotch.net. Bscotch
0: pronounce that very clearly. What did I say? I think you said it, but it sounded like a dot. Oh. But it's an at. Dad, <laughs> Podcast dad, dad. <laughs> Alright, I got one final question <laughs> What would you get? This is a speculative question Okay So There's There's phases of human existence Okay Right? Which is like First Are you don't in? First you don't exist Then right. you do But is you're that like a phase a, of existence? Yeah It's okay. phase zero You're zero You're, you're indexing just indexing it. it I'm not sure that, that proves it Yeah anything. <laughs> So So <laughs> First you don't exist I think we can all agree on that Sure yeah, That yeah, is what happens yeah. originally Yep yeah. Then, <laughs> then you're <laughs> unless, <laughs> unless, unless. then you're kind of like a weird blob, okay. right? Then you're then you're kind of like a weird. You're hu- kind of like a stew. You're like a stew. Stew. A yeah. stew of cells. Then you're a humanoid blob, but without a lot of control over anything, mm-hmm. right? Then you know you start to get bigger, whatever. Then you become an adult. You skip okay. a whole bunch in there, but there's, yeah, there's yeah I'm, I'm, I'm working my way towards <laughs> it. We don't need to go through the whole process, but you guys know how it works as people. Yep. Uh, but then then you hit an adult and then, then it's down, right? Then you kind of like work your way back down into, the, into nothingness. I mean it depends on how you view it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to keep on rising the whole time until suddenly it's just nothing again. I'm going <laughs> to ascend <just> into <laughs> the void. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. There's, there's, a point, there's like, just two voids. One's down, another one's up high. Yeah. I'm just working my way up to the, yeah. up to up the, to the on next it. one. So right. that's one way to think about it. My question is if, if, it, if it was the case that instead of like becoming an adult and then aging and then being done, if you kept going – if you did mm. keep going, what would it be like? Well, what would be the next thing so if you I mean, were? If you took aging away, or no, like if you, you progressed beyond being an adult and into the next level, oh, as of in thing. like you turned into an old person. So what's after an old person? No, I'm saying skipping the old. Skipping old person. are saying like no. if you remove the old. So you like, so you like chi- you like you like zygote baby toddler uh, preteen teen- yeah teenager adult. Boom. What's the next hive mind? hive mind? Is the next one. But what about it makes you think that you, that you would join with other minds? Because you've been actually because yeah, you got a because you've been coalescing all the way up. You know, like you, I just remember being twenty five. Cells that coalesce into one thing, and then you're a bunch of ideas, and you coalesce into basically one idea. Because we all stop being you know creative open, as we right, get older, and like mm-hmm. open to new ideas. And so now you got to take multiple people and coalesce them together, mm-hmm. and kind of megazord them. And now you can actually get ideas and stuff. So now you kind of like it's that causes another expansion the other way, and then. Now you're a zygote again. Whoa! I mean, so now you're you jellyfish, does and you just start right back over. Yeah, well, because I just remember being 25 and having this moment, being like, "Oh fuck, there's no next thing anymore." Yeah, there yeah, was yeah. always a next thing for a long time. Yeah. There was like, one day I'm gonna be like this. And then now I'm just like one day I'm just going to be this, but forty, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not gonna, I'm you not can gonna get, keep you can get more because basically being a person for the first twenty five years of your life, it's like being a Pokemon. Yeah, like you're evo- like you're <laughs> yeah. evolving the whole time mm-hmm. into these new forms. And then you just don't. But most of it's still artificial because you're like being given new rights and stuff. Yeah, you know? there's also and that yeah. too. Because I think I think after your after you're like in mid teens, because I think you're kind of like baked at that point. Like your brain's still a little, you know. Haywired. Takes a while. It's still going to like. Oh yeah, your yeah. brain's constantly baking yeah, yeah. until it starts to bake too much. You know. Yeah. Um, it's hot. But we also have these like rights that get added, like things you get to do mm-hmm. now, you know, and and not not necessarily rights in the, even the legal sense, but just like stuff you just get access to that you otherwise didn't have access to. Uh, and and we and you run out of those when you hit 21. Actually, no, 25 or six or like that. Because yeah. right? you get um, to like drive rental cars at, at 25, the States, and then you lose your parents' health coverage at 26. 26. Yeah, that's actually when that's you're that's the adult. first thing that you just lose. Yep, that's not a new right. That's a go deal with your own shit yep. moment. To me, that yeah. that's the marker of adulthood because it's, it's when the you've time, lost all safety. Nets. It's yeah, it's the time when finally the world just says. This is actually what's happening right now. Yeah, I'm things. gonna need you. <laughs> i to uh, need you to go deal to with your thing. own problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, that's something I always wanted to know. Was like, it's kind of a bummer that we stop evolving like Pokemon, and I kind I of think, want there to be a next. Thing. Well, I mean, I think you put but your you brain in The thing is, like, you still do mentally. Cont- I hope, anyways, you know, continue to evolve your your thinking and your yeah, so your brain keeps going while your body goes. Yeah, either way. so the question is really, what would be the next evolution of your bod? Yeah, you put know. it in a com- computer do you we're already wet computers put yourself in a dry computer <laughs> do you ascend to another plane can mm-hmm. you fly do you get do tusks you, do you grow tusks is it flying after you ascend into the plane yes well i mean <laughs> yeah. yeah you gotta get in the plane <laughs> yeah, otherwise how are you gonna fly yeah yeah. Uh, <laughs> funny, huh? yeah do you do you gain the ability to roll into a ball for your work do you ca- comm- <laughs> <laughs> do you grow a hard shell do you grow a shell do you get – Yeah, do you get some bones on your outside? We only have bones on our inside. Yeah, I want to care pace. What if we, turn, yeah, <laughs> what if can we get, turned inside out? Well, that's too far. What if, you turn it, what if your arms just got real long? <laughs> what if – Oh, yeah. you could just tell someone how old someone would be like, damn. What if you got and more arms? What if, you, what if you knew somebody was in their 40s because they had four arms? That's what your 40s was about. That's what they I call the how many T-shirts you'd need. When you're 30s, you get your third eye, you know? Yeah. That's right. So what happens in your 50s? When you're f- – you get a fief. <laughs> you get, a, you <laughs> get your, your own. Uh, yeah, you get your own. Uh, you know, serfs and everything. Yeah, there's Surf a whole, there's vassals, a whole, there's yeah, a whole there's political a nice structure about it's it. It's very bloody. Yeah. So I mean, what do you? Oh, man, I don't know. I just wish there was a next next thing. You just want to bring fire. That we just have kind of one political system too. You know, it's like you don't. As you're moving through life, you don't move into new political systems. Yeah, yeah. everything's boring. It just keeps being the same. It just keeps being the same. I mean, you you get like weird, uh, uncomfortable variations of it, but it's really just the same. Yeah, well, I mean, you just got to keep on approaching it with the the fresh – Dumb eyes of youth, you know. Fresh <laughs> two eyes, you started. with because yeah. you're not getting a third one apparently. What <laughs> <laughs> you can apparently, but you can though. Shoot it with lasers, and it's like getting new eyes. That's true. Adam and I did that. That's why you feel like you haven't evolved yet. So, that's you you gotta, up. Some I glasses. Gotta get glasses are holding gotta you back. Shot in the eyes. I guess. I don't know. I just wish I didn't have to get shot in the eyes with lasers. But the just other thing you, you do, do is, is you can start covering yourself in tattoos. That's true. Yeah. previously to reach your next level, previously your bones had to like grow, extend in a very painful fashion. Yeah. Your brain was sort of fuzzed out because it was just doused in chemicals all the time. Yeah. So now you got to get tattoos, so that those are also painful. Those also change your body, and they also confuse you a bit because of the pain. While yeah, it's happening. Ooh, it's a symbol of it's life. It's just like growing up. That makes sense. There you go. I'll yeah. take it. So there's some questions <laughs> for our and some listeners. answers and some and some uh, and, you know thoughts. I don't know Mm. if I'd call them insights. They're. They're sights. I mean, we looked inside. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean what we saw there wasn't good, but yeah, we did look in there. Uh, Uh, All right. So, so things are about to get weird in the next couple of episodes. They were not weird this time around, (laughs) but they're about to get weird. (laughs) Nothing has been confusing (laughs) to anyone. No. Uh, Everything's been pretty regular. So, what's going to happen now is some irregularities. This weekend, we are recording two episodes back to back, uh, which is the question blitz because of the vacations and stuff. So, um, and you know, unfortunately, unfortunately I think we need a jingle or something for the question blitz, you know, that 's yes, Patrick, yeah, yeah. Kick, kick something. He out. actually did make us a jingle a long time ago. That was just like question time. Oh yeah, he did. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were like, it would be cool if we had a thing that we could do when we went to take questions if we could play a jingle. Did we not like it? I don't remember why we we didn't. did, but then we realized that in order to get that jingle in there, Patrick would have to listen to the episode yeah. and figure out where and he's like, happened. fuck that. And so. <laughs> I don't have time for this. He's like, I'm just checking it for audio quality. I'm getting out of there. Yeah. So we—that um, is yeah. why it's very affordable, though. So we got yeah, I'm t- I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh Alternative, we could we ourselves could sing question time. Question time. We'll do it on Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, the I'll next two it. episodes will have question time. Do we yeah. have to sing it before each question, or only just before we start the Rub Probably just once. Okay. Once is enough. Yeah. So it will be the case that in the in the next couple of episodes, there will be nothing topical. We will mm-hmm. not be talking about news. We won't be talking about We're gonna ascend into just the classic realm. So you know, things we're untouched gonna, by time. That's is that what we're we talking about? Well, that's just sending, I guess, right? We're just like gonna stay right where we are. Because you can descend and you can ascend. All right. What about sending? send? I don't think <laughs> you need a word for that because <laughs> you're skinned. already doing it all the time. Skending? Yeah. We're just skending. Just we're just skinning around. We're gonna have two episodes of skend <laughs> and then back to <laughs> continuing sending. to skin. Yep. So we'll, uh, we'll see you So we'll dead. see you then. <laughs> right. uh, anyway, we'd like to thank our producers, Fat Bard and Jen Costa for putting this podcast together. Thanks to our community moderators who keep our Discord running. To get more involved in the Butterscotch community, go to podcast.bscotch.net. We've got links to everything there. And uh, we'll see you when we see you. In this next weird phase of our existence. Uh, bye. Right, bye. 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 Bye.